previously on the Reroll podcast. A tense evening leads to new alliances. I would crawl through the window and follow Bo up the stairs. Brambleton shudders in the wake of the Hellriders. <sighs> he just sort of sighs and he slumps to the ground. I'm going to catch him as he slumps. Say, alright buddy, well, if you sleep with your axe tonight, you might uh, make it a little clearer idea. You can talk to me about it in the morning. The party learns a valuable secret. You were looking for Marjorie Moss? Um, yes, I was, I was looking for her. What is it? I know where you could find her daughter. Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast. Kill her! <laughs> Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast. Um, I am joined, of course, by all my idiot friends to play our idiot characters playing this idiot game. Uh, thank you for tuning back in. Uh, how's everybody doing? Doing great. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the future. <laughs> but My two hours because no, because yeah, you're two hours ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Stephen Hawking could see us now. <laughs> if only. The next two hours are going to be the worst two hours of our entire lives. Also, the largest waste of our lives up to this point. Ross, anyway. the BFG, coming to you live from East Texas. <laughs> All right. It's a waste. I got a good question for you guys this week. Um, what is a movie that you would to con- consider to be a masterpiece? Mighty Ducks, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just go right into Harold the Duck. Oh, Just kidding. No. I literally was about really? to say that. This <laughs> is why I love you, Lady, <laughs> so much. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think The Matrix is way ahead of its time. That's oh, a good one. Yeah. interesting choice. Yeah, that's the a great movie. the camera stuff that they did with that was really cool back in the day. Yeah, they kind of they one just the fact that that movie like the first one is still just parodied and like referenced like today. Even though by and large, when you look back on it, like the effects and stuff look totally corny, but they're like they're so unique and like visually distinct that it definitely does hold up. <laughs> I have one. I think the thing for me, because it was the first movie that like really freaked me out, like really scared me to the core, and just the idea of like the, I mean like the older one, um, just the CGI and the you know handmade monsters are just like so cool to me. I think that's like insanely awesome. <laughs> You're talking about the John Carpenter one with Kurt yes, Russell, right? Yes, yeah. Because yes. wasn't there there was an older one before that technically? Oh, is there? there? I didn't even know that. I, think I thought so, there was yeah. only Techn- two. There's... Technically, the John Carpenter one's a remake, but it's like oh. it defines that movie. I feel. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought there was only the that one, and then the, the 2010 one, which I didn't really like. So <laughs> that yeah. one's a prequel. I don't do scary movies. It is, yeah. You don't do scary movies, yeah. but you play Delta Green with us. Yeah, <laughs> Delta Green's fun. I don't watch but it. Scary movies are scary. <laughs> it's not even really like horror. It's like sci-fi, though. I mean, oh, it's scary. It's scary as shit. But like, it's like, I don't know. There's something about it that I. Like, the first time I saw it, when I was, like, I don't know, 13 or something, I was like, this is it. Like, this is the best thing I've ever you seen. You know the one thing that I actually really like about that movie, too, um, is that, like, it's a horror movie with a pretty, not, like, stereotypical, like, a pretty traditional, like, horror setup, right, in the structure and everything. But, like, 
the one thing that really sets that movie apart is that for the most part all of the characters don't really do anything like egregiously dumb like somebody usually does in a horror movie for the most part they all make the right decisions exactly the, the, the thing literally just like still kind of you know it just it gets them no matter what they do no matter like what right move they make it's yeah always like just you mean too the powerful. right move isn't to go hide under the sheets <laughs> <laughs> that's what i would do but that's what i do then i'd be first first dead so <laughs> To be um, fair, after Delta Green, I can't go to bed. I have to do something else first. Right. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> cool down or whatever. <laughs> Some of those um, get scary. Yeah. God. It, it definitely has, like, it, by and large, it's a pretty Wait, damn good hold on. movie. What? Zane, you already got one. You you said Mighty Ducks, too. No take backs. <laughs> yeah. Mighty Ducks 2 is better than Mighty Ducks 1. Uh, yeah, it's twice it's as good. Two. It's got a two after it, so duh. Well, by that, then should have Mighty Ducks three. No, Air Buds three. Air, Bud, Air, Air, Air Buddy three. Apple. I, Shut the fuck up. I can't believe they released like fourteen Airbud movies. What? Are you not go. caught up with the Airbud canon? Airbud Airbud Wiki is like my favorite website. <laughs> I, it stays open on my computer mm. along with the 47 tabs of porn <laughs> i mean uh, so, sorry my bad. <laughs> land before time 27 yeah, like, my there's like there's so dude many. anyway sorry. um no, I, was, I was no you're good uh like from just this like a filmmaking perspective and like as a standalone movie it's also a masterpiece but i like i've just been thinking a lot about logan lately oh, yeah. and like just oh, its yeah. context as like sort of the send-off for that character because i'm actually not too like intimately familiar with like the source material for wolverine and like his depiction in the x-men movies kind of is all over the place sometimes like it's consistent enough but like just as a i don't know just as a send-off and like that's like that that's kind of the ideal like like version of that character in my mind and then the whole like movie surrounding him too is also like amazing so i don't know it just it's kind of cathartic to see a character that i actually grew to love that much get like that sort of treatment that i've been waiting for and i think i actually saw it in the theater with you tanner yeah and i remember like just being like like un, like just really super giddy in that very first scene when he just starts hacking dudes apart because i'm like that's what wolverine needed to do this whole yeah. time like there's only so much you can get away with with like pg-13 and that's a really good example i could talk about this for hours so i'm gonna shut up but that's yeah. There's a lot of good examples in that movie about how an R rating can get you a lot more than just like violence and sex and stuff, and yeah. to like make a movie work. Well, yeah, that's a really good movie. And I think yeah. we, I, that's one of the like saying you and me used to and see movies in the theaters a lot, and yeah, that's one of those movies where, unlike most of the time, where we're afterwards we're immediately talking about it. I think once it ended, if I'm remembering correctly, we were just kind of dumbfounded for a good like thirty minutes. Well, I was probably crying too because that movie gets me. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little yeah. bit, a little bit at the end, especially the first time. Just oh, so, just, mm. you're a monster if you don't cry. I feel like that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So I have two. You can't say Mighty Ducks too. Uh, you said it. <laughs> I know. I know. I re that was my third one actually. <laughs> so okay. The first one I'm going to say is just because it was one of those ones when I was, like, younger, and I think my mom used to just bring home shit from, like, the dollar store, Blockbuster, or whatever, we would watch all the, or, like, video only, I think is what it was, but anyway. Uh, she would just get all these movies, and we'd watch them all the time, because that was all we 
could afford or whatever uh little shop of horrors and i will say i haven't seen that shit in a very long time so if it's all super non-pc then i am so sorry i don't think it is i think it holds up pretty well i don't think it is either but like you know i it's like going back and watching the rocky horror picture show and realizing that that is as much as i love that movie it is not as like progressive as i think a lot of people think it is um and I even just learned that I and I don't want to get into it because I, I don't have I'm not well versed in that shit. But Little Shop of Horrors. Great movie. I love that shit. I need to watch it again. Um, I can't even say that there was like a reason why I really liked it. I just I don't know. The weird fucking talking plant is the shit <laughs> like I actually just watched a video kind of like detailing how they sort of like made that visual effect work. And it was actually pretty. I've never seen the movie before, but like I, I it was. It's kind of cool, like the amount of detail and stuff, like that, or just the amount of work they put into making like just things like the plant look as cool as they do. Yeah, totally. And I definitely recommend like watching it. And I'm go- I'm going to. I just have to figure out what fucking platform I can find it on. <laughs> sure. Um, and then my other one is, of course, from the Studio Ghibli world. <laughs> and as much as I wanted to say, like, one of my comfort movies, I think my favorite one out of all of them has to, and that I think is just kind of a masterpiece, is Grave of the Fireflies, <sighs> because it makes me cry like a fucking baby for, like, days. Not even not even just hours. Like, days. Yeah. Weeks, even. I... Like, it's so fucking sad, but it's such a good movie. Like, and it really just, it details, like, how shitty things can be (laughs) and i don't know and of course the artwork is beautiful and just such like a i don't know it just has this very sad feeling about it because it's like you know the little girl is all happy and shit and her brother doesn't know how to take care of her and you know nobody's willing to take care of them it's just i don't know it's it's a fantastic movie the artwork is great the characters are great like i don't know as much as it makes me want to sob my eyes out (laughs) it's one of my favorites. I guess we're like listing movies that make us cry instead of your like masterpiece movies, Logan and Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> yeah. Let's I don't cry think time. the Matrix made anybody cry. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> uh, with Grave of the, I mean, I just don't watch movies very much. So with Grave of the Fireflies, I think one of the things that really gets me about that movie is like it is, and especially I, you guys know that I love history, but it's really a a movie that focuses on how war affects people not in it like people pretty much sort of the farthest away from it in a sense and it was just so it was so sad but it was so good because it was so human yeah yeah absolutely like and it is i don't know i think that people don't when they make movies they don't take risks enough like in terms of most movies have like a happy ending that movie does not have a happy ending it has a very sad ending totally and like i think that makes it better even because it's like you said it's so human like it is fucked up and that's just uh how it goes sometimes and there's not always a happy ending to something shitty happening it's kind of like with arcane it's super sad but it's definitely a masterpiece yeah (laughs) but anyway that's that if you want to know my favorite comfort movie though that's like howl's moving castle or something (laughs) watch that shit like 11 times in one night and just do it this again might be the second episode in, more row, times. in a row we've talked about Hull's movie castle yeah i it's, it's hilarious i will never uh, stop all right bro, <laughs> i can't i cannot be <laughs> brennan what about you i think just from a technical standpoint i would have to say that uh 
my pick would probably be Hardcore Henry. Um, <laughs> that was an interesting movie, if nothing else. Well, just just because I've worked on, you know, not not necessarily like big time movie sets, but um, you know, I've done cinematography work, um, I guess, or or setup and support related to it, and to to get some of the shots that they got in that movie, just it it must have been an insane amount of like preparation, of effort, of skill, of technical knowledge um and you know all for maybe two seconds i can't imagine and those guys weren't even like professional movie makers they were just a band that made a music video and then they're like wow that was really well received let's make a full movie out of it uh, I, I just i can't imagine the technical challenges they must have had to overcome including you know their their lack of being movie producers uh in order to make that movie happen i just really appreciate it it wasn't maybe the best movie of all time but i guess from an effort standpoint i i would have to nominate it for something uh, i had never well, the interesting thing about that too is that you can like when you're typically like filming a hardcore henry is a lot of action and typically when you're filming action there's a lot of like cinema like cinema uh, cinematographic tricks you can do and stuff to like cover up camera cuts mistakes. yeah but, <laughs> but you're and granted there's still like techniques that they use in that movie from that perspective that are still used to accomplish that. But like when you're consistently having the same viewpoint, having the whole movie be first person, the way that it was like you're working with a lot less like tools to make that kind of stuff look good. So yeah. And people are going to notice the inconsistencies more because they're used to seeing things from that exact perspective. So I don't know. Oh, exactly. It's interesting. You know, you don't get to like cut the camera to like put a prop around somebody to make it look like they got a piece of rebar through them or something like that like you have sure, to figure yeah. out how to make it look like that's happening in real time because if you just cut a quarter of a second out people are gonna be like what that was dumb looking <laughs> that uh, uh <laughs> I, I didn't realize the band was behind that made the the music video i think it was a uh, bad motherfucker by uh by the yeah. elbows i didn't realize yeah. they were the ones behind the movie i thought they might work but work with the the, the uh, producers or whatever but i didn't realize that was <clears throat> their project or whatever yeah, it was their uh, their labor of love, and I'm pretty. They that's amazing. Because that I have no music doubt they hired, is fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, I have no doubt they hired some professional consultants. Oh, sure, this, sure. But uh, and it was yeah. I mean, it was basically them. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, for being put together by a band, it's pretty good fucking yeah, movie. Definitely. Like I, I like that movie definitely. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. I I can honestly say I've never seen really anything like it. So that's a, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah for sure i think the closest remember the first time watching it i remember being drunk in the yeah 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 that's what i was just thinking too it's like watching a, <laughs> uh like someone play video game kind of because it's like that perspective but like then also yeah the motion sickness that comes with it is like insane yeah, yeah. hey you want to get drunk and watch parkour videos on youtube for like two and a half hours first on a big person TV? yeah first person yeah. Parkour. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a <laughs> Anyway, enough about all these movies that are worse than Mighty Ducks 2. We should probably get on to the D&D <laughs> part of our D&D podcast. So, so. All right. So, picking up where we last left off, we... Well, actually, Latara, take it away. You hear the squelching of mud as small, pale hands form it into mud pies. A goblin approaches almost hesitantly. A chipped teacup floats up into the air in front of the goblin, an almost imperceptible shadowy hand holding it in place. Have some tea with us, Screw. 
Killen made it, so be sure to tell him how good it is. Screw takes the teacup out of the air and pretends to take a sip, looking at the empty space next to Shadow. A hint of fear flashes across his face as he says, Mmm, tasty! He then turns back to Shadow. We have a new game to play, called King of the Hill. Come, come! The others will fight well with you and kill him there! <laughs> we flash to a hill. Standing atop it are about 20 goblins, and Shadow looking down at a house on a river. Shadow turns towards Screw and says, Oh, are we playing with Wes? Screw looks at her perplexed as she goes on. Wes lives down there. He caught me a fish and told me a story about the giant of Brambleton. He was a hero. Screw laughs as he does, so, the, so do the other goblins nearby. Yes, we will play King of the Hill with Wes. <laughs> we must take and hold his house as Master commanded. With that, Screw points down the hill and says something in Goblin. The others all begin to run down, yelling and laughing. Shadow makes eye contact with Screw, and a look of glee crosses across her face as she raises it to the sky and lets out a battle cry. And laughing, it runs after the goblins alongside Screw. The scene fades out and comes back on Shadow pushing the body of a gray-haired old man up against a wall so he is sitting up. His head lulls down in front of him, unable to support itself. A shadowy hand appears to hold the head steady against the wall so the dead eyes look out. Blood from little wounds cover the body. Shadow puts a teacup up to his lips and says, Here, have some tea, Wes, so you aren't sleepy. I want another story of the giant before we go to bed. She looks at the man and frowns. A look of frustration crosses her face as her brow furrows. She turns and looks around the room. Goblins are everywhere, tearing the house apart and eating any food they find. She looks up at the table next to her where Screw is lounging back in a chair, feet up and drinking from a tap tankard as liquid pours down his face. Screw! The goblin doesn't seem to hear her. Kill him! Screw is ignoring us! I don't like it! And as she's looking up at Screw, a creature appears as if formed from shadow, looming above him. It is crouched on four legs, partially on the table, with the front two legs on the back of the chair Screw is sitting in. It is shaped oddly, appearing upside down, its stomach turned toward the ceiling, but its face peering down as it leers over Screw for just a moment and then is gone. As it disappears, the tankard in Screw's hand gets pushed so that it spills out all over him. Jumping up and looking frightened, Screw looks down at Shadow. Screw, I don't like the King of the Hill game, and I don't think Wes did either. He's being pouty and won't tell me a story. Wes is fine. He just needs to sleep like you. He will tell you stories tomorrow. And the sooner you sleep, the sooner tomorrow, he says as he laughs a little nervously. Shadow lets out a sigh, but puts her head down on Wes's lap, whose head is lulled back down, and closes her eyes, her hand clutching at a locket around her neck. Well done. Well done. Woo! That was, that was well-written. Perfect. <laughs> now I have to try and match that high-pitched goblin voice. So that's gonna... <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah. Which, in fact, takes us... Which, in fact, takes us to our first combat Last time we left off, you were ambushed by goblins in an alleyway. Um, all of you guys should be able to see roll 20. And for the first time, everybody, even the people not here, roll initiative. Nine. Seven. <laughs> Here we go. Let's do That's this. That's a three. <laughs> Wait a minute. One second. 
Now all we gotta do is somebody get a six. Said, oh, hold on a second. Everybody re-roll. That's <laughs> no, the name of the podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen. Okay. Uh, wow, it actually fills in, auto fills in Starlet and Cross Initiative. That's kind of cool. Bo, would you roll? Eleven. Oh, interesting. Shadow. Maybe I should start doing it on there. Three. Oh, fuck. Uh, Zane? Nine. Okay, and because of your 17 on perception, Lotara, you do see um, a couple goblins. First of all, of course, you see Screw, who has uh, hopped up on a box of a sort of dilapidated crate. And he looks, and he, you hear that familiar cackle, the like, <laughs> and he's like, take the elf alive. We need to bring him back to master. And then you see three other goblins pop up, ready to attack. But first, we are actually going to go back to the bar where Starlit Moonbow is still accompanying Hana. Um, this won't necessarily be six seconds in initiative. This will kind of encompass maybe a little bit before. Uh, Star, what are you doing? Um, you said I'm still with Hana, right? Yeah, Hannah, I'm actually. Hannah. I don't know why I said Hana. Hana. Because I miss Hana very much. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah. I, no. <laughs> uh, I am going to, I guess, having seen the Hell Riders kind of get out of here, um... I'm gonna like corral her and be like, I think it's safe for us to go downstairs. Let's uh, let's get you down there. I need to go find my friends. I have uh, have a feeling something else is uh, running amok tonight or today. Is it the morning? I think it's the morning. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's I have a feeling bad things are about right now. Let's get you somewhere safe. And uh, you begin to yeah, walk down the stairs, uh, re-entering. You leave the room, uh, re-enter with Hannah uh, downstairs to the main floor of the watering hole where you see Bo. And Bo, it is your turn as you turn and see Hannah walking down the stairs with the tabaxi woman. So Bo's going to look over to Star and not necessarily like blatantly staring, but just not hiding it either and just kind of trying to get eye contact to kind of just give you like a nod like a friendly nod and then but not like linger and then turn and back to what i was doing i'm probably finished with breakfast or uh, my meal at this point i'm imagining um and i'm probably getting up to leave because i i don't know if you want to know what i want to do but uh we'll come back to that so you notice you look at star you get up finish with your breakfast and now we are going to see where Flint is. Flint, you have arrived at this mostly charred, burnt-down house at the edge of town on the other side of the memorial in the sort of town center. Mm. What would you like to do? Um, Flint's just gonna kind of approach this, like, you said it was like a half-charred house, kind of yep. like half-burnt. Partially collapsed uh, <clears throat> in places, but still sort of standing. It would be difficult to live in. Right. He's gonna just kind of put his hand on his hips, look up, look the building up and down, and just say, "Well, 
if she was in there, she's definitely dead. And, um, kind of look around, see if anybody else is, like, following him or watching. Actually, what is this state? Is there, is there like, people around here, or is it kind of abandoned, or... Um, there's still or people qui going. Quiet. It's, okay. it's quiet, but there's still, uh, some of the houses in this area haven't been burnt or were only minorly, uh, marred. So go ahead and roll a perception. Okay. It is it, um, is it like a... Okay, hold on a second, actually. Perception. 17. Okay. I would say with a 17, you're looking around. Um, nothing seems out of the ordinary over here. You, you get the sense that you could probably get into this building. It might be a little dangerous, but you can navigate a little ways through if you wanted to continue on. But with a 17, you also see Groth maybe a few blocks away, staring down an alley, and he looks perturbed and standing there for a second you'll probably see what happens as it is now the goblin uh screw's turn and he is going to um let me see the range of screw looks at you shadow and he says you're coming with me and he throws a net at you um I think yeah i think i have to roll to hit Ooh, 19 uh yeah i hits um okay so you don't take any damage but you are he actually moves a little bit up to you uh you are now restrained as this net is entangled you and you it, he's holding the other end of it um and Groth, you see this happen. You see Shadow just sort of all of a sudden fall down and this group of these goblins come out. What would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to move up. i hop over to him. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to... Let's see. Is this goblin next to me? How high up the ground would you say he is? I think those crates look like they're about three and a half feet. Yeah, but he's I could, probably... I could probably hit him, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, then I would like to swing both my cleaver and my light hammer at him. Okay, roll to hit. All right. I apologize. Wrong roll. The cleaver. That's a seventeen. And that is a hit. Hammer. Okay. Light hammer will be an 18. That is also a hit, sure enough. Okay. It's going to be 6 damage with the cleaver, and 4 with the light hammer, 10 total. Okay. So you take your cleaver and you just huck it into the upper right shoulder, and it sinks in about 6 inches. And this goblin just reels from it and blood squirts out. And as his head sort of cocks to the side in pain and he goes to let out a squeal, you bring down the hammer and just collapse his temple and he falls off the crates dead. I'm going to turn to screw and say, the little one goes where she wants to go. Screw looks back at you, making eye contact. And you see this fixation overwhelm him and he says... <laughs> He's got metal. Metal like the boss wants. 
It's on his face. Rip it off. And the other goblins are going to try to attack you. All right. Specifically your face. Specifically <laughs> Rip your, off face. your face. They're going to attack you right in the face. Super good. The first one brings a scimitar. Uh, yeah, actually. <clears throat> mark this one as dead. The first one brings a scimitar right at your back. Um, does a 15 hit? It does. Ooh. You take six... No, I'm sorry. Seven points of slashing damage as it rakes you across the back. Oh, shit. Strong goblin. Um, and he's going to use his bonus action to disengage and... He's going to leap on to this. See if he can leap. Yeah, he's going to leap on this crate behind Shadow. The other one is going to knock an arrow, and he pulls back this short, stubby, poorly uh, fletched arrow and launches it at you. Ooh, that's another hit. Uh, ooh, this probably is not going to be very good for you. Uh, it's probably not. How much health do you have? Uh, I've got three right now. Oh, I love level one <laughs> fights. Yeah. Minimum damage of three. <laughs> All right. So, wait, how much health do you have? Start with ten. Oh, okay. So, thump, this arrow lodges itself in, in your chest. And at this point, without a doubt, Flint, you can hear sounds of a skirmish coming from this alleyway. And you saw uh, Groff run into it. Okay. Well, shit. Shadow, it is your turn. Uh, you are restrained, which means you have disadvantage on attacks. Uh, you have zero movement speed and disadvantage on dexterity saves. Uh, attack rolls against you have advantage. You can use an action to try a strength check to break out or to cut the net free. Or you can do something else. So did Groth just go down? Yes. Ooh. So, thump, that arrow hits in your chest and you just, like, fall to your knees and sort of, like, almost just, like, crumple in the dirt. And I have disadvantage on my attack rolls? Yep. Mm, okay. Shadow kind of looks up through her hair and the net and kind of glares at Screw and says, uh, Is this one of your stupid games, Screw? I've met the giant, and him and Killam are going to hurt you guys, and we'll win. And I'm going to try to do an intimidation <laughs> as I grab my amulet and cast Minor Illusion, and this image of Killam appears next to kind of overgroth like it's protecting him. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll an intimidation. A 17. Okay. So I'm going to say, as this looming, ungodly shadow creature uh, rises from your uh, minor illusion, I'm going to say all of the goblins are going to be frightened for one round. Um, okay. Nice. Star, uh, you're coming down the stairs of the watering hole you see Bo get up from her seat what do you do his seat 
Um, I... I guess, I don't know, like, I want to say that Star is feeling uneasy, but I feel like that's maybe unfair. Is there, do you want me to roll for that? Or just because, like, I don't, I'm not just going to be like, I sense something dangerous is happening to people that I'm going to be in a party with. I, like, you know, I don't want it to be. I see what you're saying, but I, uh, wah, 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 I yeah. sort of feel like with the events that transpired last night, uh, as well as you all sort of being in different places, I, you probably at least want to regroup with well some of these how, temporary allies. i mean i imagine i'd be feeling uneasy just anyway after yeah. that how far away is the uh, combat happening it's not very far this is all a very small town okay i would almost say you could like you've been you've experienced battle and stuff before so maybe even though you don't outright hear it, your subconscious like is kind of hearing like picking up on like maybe sounds of a scuffle and you might not actually yeah. know what's happening but your sixth sense is kind of kicking in like there might be a like a fight okay. happening nearby. I, gotcha. I don't know all right, I uh, I usher Hannah over to the barkeep, and uh, I it's Miss oh, what is her name? Winthrop. What's the barkeep's name? Miss Winthrop. Okay, um, I kind of mm. deliver her to Miss Winthrop, and I you know I push her a little bit forward towards Miss Winthrop, and I say, "It's a smart girl you got there. Keep her safe." I won't always be here to protect her. And um, I kind of crouch down and give her like one nice like pet on her hair. I'm like, you're strong. And I think that you'll go far in this world if you let yourself. Don't get hurt. And um, I get up and head just straight towards Bo. Um, and I think you said you were getting up, right? Bo. Yeah, Bo's probably just kind of, you know, finishing up, kind of making sure, you know, the dish is, like, ready okay. for them to so, up and just about to head out. Alright, so I kind of, I think I walk up to you and I kind of fall in the pace of your footsteps and uh, kind of maybe more quietly as not to disturb the rest of these people, I'm like, uh... Have you seen where the others went? I think that we need to regroup. I'm also, you know, still feeling a little uneasy about this. I, I would like to find them, if you wouldn't mind helping me. Um, no trouble at all. I was just going to head out and look at the remains of that memorial in town. Um, I figured I might come across them. I, I don't remember if I saw Groth and Shadow leave. I, did I? Were they in went, the tavern? I was having breakfast next to you. Yeah, yeah then you left. You, you yeah. ran after him. Yeah. So I saw that. Okay. Then Maybe I would different. probably, you know, I'm always concerned about Shadow and just making sure she's safe. So I probably was going to just head out into the, and that's kind of center of town. So that's what I was going to do at least yeah, to um, subdue so my curiosity. Let's check out the uh, memorial. Okay. So we'll end okay. your turn, Bo, with you guys leaving the bar. Flint, it is your turn. Um, yeah, upon, upon seeing Groth, like, kind of quickly disappear into the alley with seeming purpose, most likely, and then kind of hearing, like, the scuffle, uh, yeah, Flint's just gonna mutter himself, what the hell is going on, and, like, uh, I don't know, put his hand on the hilt of his sword, just kind of, like, lightly jog over there, just more yeah. out of curiosity than anything else. And I'll say, using your movement, you get, uh, right to the edge of the alleyway, you can see it reflected on roll 20, and you can see a more 
descript picture at this point. Am I? Can I see around the corner at this point? Yeah, you're at the mouth okay, of the cool. alley. I'm going to. I want to kind of remain in stealth or just unseen if I can. Yeah, roll a stealth. All right. Uh, eleven. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, you seem to, yeah, you, you, uh, come to the edge of the alley and you see the scuffle happening and they don't seem to notice you. Okay. All right. Now the goblins at this point are feared. Uh, they cannot move closer to you. Shadow, um, Screw Screw turns to the others and he says, I've changed my mind. Kill the child and we'll take the masked one. He will be far more valuable. But he retreats around this barrel and takes cover and goes to hide. <laughs> Actually, no, he will not do that. He will uh He will chuck a javelin at you, Shadow. But he has disadvantage because he is feared. But he also has advantage because I'm restrained, I think. Uh, so by chucking the now? javelin, he's let go of the net. So you're no longer. Oh, I'm not in the net anymore. Just this turn, he just let go of it. He no longer is concerned about capturing it. Oh, because he has to hold on to the net for it to be? Yeah. Okay. I think. I don't know. We'll see. Sure. Sure. Uh, okay. Does a 16 hit you? Ooh. Much healthy, I've just out of curiosity. <laughs> Eight. Well, you take five points of damage as a javelin hits you in the shoulder. Um, I know Shadow has gone through pain before, but has Shadow ever been outright attacked like this? Mm, not in the same way. I'm sure she's been punished. Sure. But... Probably not exactly like this, no. Right, she'll probably let out shoulder. a scream as it hits her. I would say, yeah, the javelin probably actually just, like, slices you across the shoulder and pins in the crate behind you. But you are bleeding pretty profusely. Ow! That was sharp! And he just grins, revealing these yellowish, sort of chipped and sharpened teeth. And Groth, it is now your turn. All right. What happened to you? Why were you at three health? He got hit uh, with a was... scimitar in the back, and then got hit. Oh, with an I, arrow. Mi I missed that part. Okay. Yeah, that was that was for seven damage. Yeah. Damn. So it took basically minimum damage on anything. Kill me. Pump the brakes, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. As we're supposed they... to all be in this fight. You're just about to victim blame. You're like, wait, you, and then you stopped yourself. You guys so were supposed to all you. be in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying without trying to medic and be like, oh, yeah, we're going over there now. How we're do you know there's best. supposed to be goblins just hanging out? <laughs> well, that is, yeah, yeah. How can Tanner know? <laughs> 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 um, uh, what'd you get, a brother? That's a, a failure. Oof. Yep. I, I, Brendan, I'm so sorry if Groth <laughs> dies in episode three. I we've done so much with this backstory. <laughs> That'd be All right, weird. it is it is the other goblin's turn. Um, 
the f one behind you, Shadow, is going to try to attack you with disadvantage. Natural one. Ooh. The Yay. other one was a 17, <laughs> so that was <laughs> really close. Um, so he goes to, like, slice his scimitar at you, but he's just shaking, being so afraid of this shadow beast looming that he splinters it into the side of the crate, and he's trying to pull it out, but it seems to be stuck. The other goblin is going to try to pry the mask off of Groth. And he goes up, taking an arrow out of his quiver, and he's like, I'll be rewarded swiftly for this one. And he, like, pushes it just slightly into the side of your head and tries to pry it off, and is like, and just can't get it. Hmm. Yeah, and... I kind of wondered what, what happened if somebody tried to take it. Shadow, it is your turn. I am going to pull out the health potion that... Oh, <laughs> the dwarf gave me. That's funny. <laughs> and kind of bend over Groth and pour it down his throat and be like, he said this would help wake up anyone that was down. I hope it works. As I pour it in his mouth. Louis' health potion going to good use. Well, uh, <laughs> Tara, go ahead and roll the healing for that one. Was that just a d4? Yeah, I think it's a d4 plus... Two? Oh, no. Potion of healing is what I put plus in my four? bag. So that's a 2d4 plus 2. Okay, cool. Oh. So far with your memory and like this, it's just you're just force feeding people tea and like health potions. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a good roll. Uh, nine. Ooh, back in the fight, Groth. All and right. then you watch as like shadows form around me and I disappear. And I am going to reappear um, with my bonus action. I can go 30 feet. Sorry, one second. Yeah, 30 feet. And I'm going to go back behind this crate. Okay. And I imagine Groth, you... Or not Groth, I'm sorry. Uh, Flint, you see that as well, standing at the sort of crouching behind the... Uh, one of the walls into this alley, you just see like shadows form up there into me. Okay. Back to Starlet and Bo. Would what we have heard doing? the scream as we left? Because you said that while we were leaving, or I don't know how that takes place in time, but like you said that she screamed. So, uh, both of you guys roll a perception check. Yikes. That's a five. You find a oh, penny on the ground. Actually, uh, <laughs> sorry to step on your thunder there, Star, but you do have disadvantage because you're exhausted. Can I have advantage since she literally screamed and I'm not just like picking up on... Nope. That's a, That's a really nice penny. 15? <laughs> Okay, so yep. Star, you're the first one out, and you hear it immediately, especially just looking for danger. You hear a scream from an alley a couple blocks down. Do you mind if I do a little descriptor here? Go ahead. Okay. Um, Bo, I think you are walking out, and you are looking around a little bit, uh, trying to get a sense of direction for where maybe our companions went. When you look over and you see Star's ears... 
twitch and they go back like completely <laughs> uh like she heard something <laughs> and uh she looks at you very seriously and she says i think i hear them we need to go now i'm it doesn't sound like it's good uh and star grabs your hand and just starts sprinting like you may even be having a bit of a hard time keeping up like not because I have anything special, but you know, she just she takes these long well, she is bounds, a cat, and she's so. like, "You're yeah. also a rogue, <laughs> yeah. so you can use yeah. your bonus action and get there a lot faster." Okay, Wait, yeah. So she, I think I you're a rogue. Yeah, oh, I thought you did ranger. No, I went with rogue instead. Oh, okay. Um, so I I think I do actually. I take my bonus action and do that, and <clears> uh, <throat> in game that probably looks more like as I we're running and we get to. Uh, a certain point where I'm just like, we have to go faster. And um, I let go of your hand and she's like, I'll see you there. Like, she's yelling this over her shoulder. She's like, fucking hurry up, bitch. <laughs> <Fucking> hurry up. <laughs> okay, so it'll take your whole your whole turn, but Star, you will get onto the map. Um, Ayla, I assume you're using your whole turn to run. You can do, yeah. if you want to use your action for anything else, you can. You'll probably be on the map next turn. I'm... But why, if I kept up with her, why wouldn't I be able to be there? Because she can run, time? she can use her bonus action to run and to dash an extra time. So she oh, can move 30 feet faster than you can. Okay, I'm just going to go as far as I can. Okay. Probably huffing a puff in a little bit being like, holy shit, she's fast. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so Star, you're right at the edge of the map here. Still a little ways from the battle, but you can sort of get a sense of what's going on. Uh, your movement bow will put you right where Star is next turn. Dang it. Okay. It's okay, though. Flint, it is your turn. Um, I want to see if I can hit this goblin with a hand axe, and if I succeed, I'll have a little more flair to add to it. Okay, roll with advantage because you are hidden. Right. I'm actually very unfamiliar with stealth mechanics, so you're, you might have to walk me through some stuff. Sure. I mean, you'll reveal yourself when you hurl an axe. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right. Um, that's nah. a 16. Six, that was with advantage? Yeah. Uh, that is a hit. Okay. Barely, then, though. Yeah, I know. Uh, that is six damage. Okay, so he's still up. <coughs> okay. Got some flare. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, Blint's going to stand up and kind of do, like, a little twirl thing and just hurl, like, overhand, two-hand this axe straight at this goblin and just yell, Well, you're having a party, but you didn't invite your old pal Flint. <laughs> Love it. And Triumphantly axe, stand there. Yeah. This axe is like... <laughs> over and over uh, in this perfect sort of throw and it just like cleaves the upper shoulder and just this goblin who's trying to pull his scimitar out just is like Ugh! and just like can't even grip it um, and he's like blood's like spurting out and he's looking very hurt I can recover hand axes right yes okay cool no it disappears um, there's Tana doesn't have enough ram <laughs> yeah they um, fly into the ether Screw runs past his goblin companion with his hands on his shoulder, on the shoulder of the companion, and says, We're running out of time. There are more. Get the mask from him. And he just unleashes a f uh, fury of blows, so to speak, at you. Not, like, mechanically. He's not a monk or anything. But he attacks you <laughs> twice with his scimitar. <laughs> Ooh. He's, he's still on the ground, too. Ooh, thank you for telling me. <laughs> Okay, so one of them was a 
22, so I believe that hits. The other one, 13. That's also a hit. Shit. Oh, you might go right back down. Am I? Oh. Yeah. Hey, Tanner, quick question. Uh, why do you hate us? <laughs> what did we ever do to you? Do you, do you want me to, like, present this in PowerPoint, or should I, I got just... a, I got a list. <laughs> I, have a uh, I would doc. like you to make a short movie, please. Make okay. a drawing on Roll20. The markers work in there. Yeah. So the first one hits you... F- uh, make a drawing on MS Paint. Sorry. The first one hits you for six. All right. So he just sl- slashes down with his scimitar. The next one hits you for four. Uh, Another yep. slash. Back and in. real quick, Brennan, you have your armor equipped in like D&D Beyond and everything, right? I hope so. He's a barbarian. They don't have no, a lot he is of... Not. Uh... Oh, he's yeah. not a barbarian. Oh, you're not a barbarian? I'm not a barbarian. Man, I just didn't awesome. know what any of your classes are, apparently. Because <laughs> <laughs> Katoga was yours. a barbarian. You do have yours equipped. Oh, yeah, you minus Actually, one dex? Ooh. Ooh. I do, yeah, so my AC is supposed to be 11, but my minus one dex takes it to 10. You need to get some. Can you wear heavy armor? Damn, your AC is ten. You need to get some heavy armor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I assume you're down again. I am down again. Okay, so the scimitar just hacks away at you, and right now you're sort of this kind of bloody mess with hacks and and blood everywhere. (laughs) Are Um, you? Is he down again? Or no? He is down again. Ah, fuck, man. And it is your turn, Grath. All right. Oof. Man, if you rolled one higher in the initiative and went before the screw, it'd be a different story. It really would be. Yeah, because you kind of you one-shot that other dude. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Ooh, was no. One. Oh, God. Natural oh, one. That God. is two failed death saves. Oh, my <laughs> Jesus. God. Oh, no, dude. What? <laughs> okay. going to die. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. Oh, I haven't given out any inspiration this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is bad. All right. The goblin who got hit in the back by Flint's a- axe, not ass, <laughs> is going to wow, thick, juicy leap ass. over this crate to get some cover, pull out his bow and arrow, and shoot an arrow at Flint's. Nine. No. Okay, so he lobs it at you, and it just, like, it's like a good foot away from you, and you just sort of, like, kind of flinch a little bit, but no real worry there. Um, the well, other worried about anything a day in his life. <laughs> the other goblin is going to, again, try to pry off Groth's mask. Stop! And he tries again, just putting his arrow in, trying to, and he snaps his arrow, and he's like, yeah, Jesus, right for the face. I mean, come on. <clears throat> Shadow, it is your turn. Um, Can I get up on this crate? <laughs> is that sure. an action to try to get no, up there? No, no. Uh, do give me either an athletics or acrobatics, but it's a very low DC. That's a nine acrobatics as I try to cartwheel up there <laughs> you sort of stumble and roll but you get on top of it okay um from there i am going to cast 
you um, hear me kind of whisper something in, um, under my breath as I shoot my hand out and shadows kind of form between me and Screw. Um, looking kind of like a shadowy lightning bolt type thing. And it's an attack roll. So attack roll, I did um, 21 to hit. That is a hit. Sweet. And so that is Witch Bolt, um, which does lightning damage, it looks like. Um, yeah, okay. 1d12 lightning damage. Here we go. That's three. But you watch as, like, it kind of pulses the damage into him, but stays attached. So this, like, shadowy thread between us is still there. And you can see him sort of seize a little bit and white knuckle his scimitar as a jolt of pain uh, runs through Screw's body. And then can I drop back down behind the crate? Sure. <clears throat> Star, it is your turn. And you hear this commotion going on, undoubtedly, and saw the arrow fly by Flint. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna make my way over here. Um. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna run over here and stand there. Very descriptive for the listening audience. <laughs> <laughs> Standing at the edge okay. of uh, one of the buildings in the alleyway. The alleyway, the mouth yep, of the right alley, next yeah. to the tongue of the uh, alley. Flint's juicy ass. <laughs> and uh, I. Can I see over these? Yes, they're only about three feet tall. But the goblin. Okay, so I can sh shoot crates, over them? by the way. This goblin is. The one closest to you is uh, taking cover behind the crate. So he would have an AC bonus. Um, however. Um, Screw is not. He's more sort of even keel out on the field, so you would he would not get a cover bonus. Which, sorry to interrupt, does he get total cover from where I'm at if I drop behind the crate? Um, probably. Yes, yes, because it would. So give I, you I total actually cover. don't drop. Because it would dis disrupt the connection. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Okay, and where's the? Do you have the visual uh, thing that Shadow is casting up on the screen? Or I'm just trying to figure out how many goblins there are because this is Groth, Yeah, right? so there's three goblins, one here taking Certainly. cover, okay. one trying to pry go uh, Groth's mask off, and then Screw, the sort of de facto leader. Okay, I got you. Uh, I think Star gets up next to Flint and she like very quickly pulls up her arrow and uh, her bow and arrow and she takes aim at Screw and she's like are you fucking kidding the giant is already down and like with that she lets the arrow fly uh, and she's she's aiming to kill even though that's unlikely but she is trying to whoop this guy's ass so what a hit ah yes good solid eight there you <laughs> fling the arrow at him, and he turns quickly in this sort of uh, patchwork piece of metal that's painted like this, like, blue and gray, uh, just deflects the arrow. It seems to be actually pretty, 
um, solid metal, some sort of steel or something. And I guess actually, uh, with exhaustion, would I actually roll again to take disadvantage with that? Or yeah, no? roll just to see if you crit fail or something. Or no, I'm sorry. I think exhaustion is only skill checks. Yeah, I think the first level might be just. Yeah, I think the first level is just skill okay. checks. So don't okay. worry about that. All right. Well, yeah. yeah so it it flies off and starts like fuck, and like her ears are back, and she she looks pissed off. Like I'm sure you're familiar with the look. Oh. Her tail's twitching. Oh, we are. Uh, and she's <laughs> like, I'm gonna kill that slimy little bastard. Okay. Also, you you wouldn't know it from looking at him, but you scared the shit out of Flint when you just rocked up right next to him without like <laughs> you had no idea. Yeah, I imagine there. I'm pretty quiet yeah. too. <laughs> also, just rapidly fast. Mm-hmm. Like that meme. Yeah, that whole that whole like me running up and pulling the arrow and letting it go was all one motion. There was no like stop. Like you kind of slid along as you were shooting. <laughs> yeah, no, I that. what I wanted to do if I had more movement, if I was closer, I was going to run and do like a flip like over through the alleyway and fucking let the arrow fly that way. Uh probably wouldn't have been as cool if I rolled bad, but you know. That was my plan. Alright. <laughs> so Bo, you arrive on the scene. You use your movement to get where you are here on the map, just uh about 30 feet away from the alley. You can use an action to dash and get another 30 feet, or you could Use your action for something else. You also have a bonus action. It's my turn. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna move up here because that's as far as I can really go. Wow, I'm a big, big boy. Um, <laughs> on this map. Um, and then uh, five, ten. That's uh, the only thing. Like, yeah, I think that's you, all of our I think you right? said you already all used your actions. movement. What my movement? There? Yeah, you use your movement to get. I don't have an here. action. Oh, okay, you, so I do. If I can do a bonus. A bonus action. Okay, but so you're saying you I use. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can use your action to dash and get 30 feet more movement, and then you'll just have a bonus action. But if I don't want to, what if I want to be right here? No, no. He's saying that um, you you weren't on the map this turn. You used your your 30 feet of movement this turn to get onto the map. When oh, so here. I can either dash so or stay right here. Yeah, yeah or yeah, stay exactly. right here and do an action. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I have to dash to to right. be in the okay. game, so I can move an additional 30 feet, right? So right here? Correct. Okay, yeah. And then you have right a bonus there. action, too, if you want it. Okay, I do have a bonus action. Um, That's on me. So I have a 60-foot shield of faith. Um, it's a bonus action, and I can make a field appear around a creature of my choice within range and, getting, and grant it a plus two bonus to AC, which I want to do for Groth. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, Groth, you've got a plus two bonus to your AC. Maybe they won't try to rip off your face now, or at least can't rip (laughs) off your face, so. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Flint, it is your turn. So I want to set something up here and let me know if I can do this. Um, I want to run forward like slide across the crate and kick this dude in the face and see if I can get him to stumble back and trip over Groth's body. Cool. Is that something something I can pull off? Yeah, uh, I'm going to have you run up here, roll... I'll have you roll an athletics check. uh, I'm sorry, read this back to me. What are you... You're trying to jump on the crate and kick him? Just like slide across it and kick him in the face. Okay. I don't even necessarily want to hurt him. I just want to shove him back over Groth's body. Got you. Go ahead and roll an athletics check. Okay. Won't be too hard. Uh, 
Sure, sure. Okay. Nat 20. Woohoo! Okay. <laughs> um, yes. So, definitely moving. You slide over. Now roll to hit. All right. And you uh, uh, go ahead and just use the stats for your main weapon because it'll be the same. Can I, can I just say I hit with that nat 20? I'll give you advantage. How about that? Okay. And use the stats for what? Uh, your weapon because you'll be okay. proficient in this. Um, To hit. Uh-huh. That's a... Oh, damn. Good for me. That's a flash of 20. Okay. Boom. You hit him right in the face. He stumbles back and trips As over Gross' body. Too. Flint's going to get... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish the no, go ahead. Okay. No, no. As, as I'm doing this, <laughs> Flint's just going to yell out, you bloody goblins, pick on someone your own says. <laughs> As you do this, you knock him back. And not only does he trip, he also knocks back. Doesn't knock over, but knocks back the other one who is trying to fought Groth's face. Woo! It is now Screw's turn. Okay. Screw is going to step up and he's going to say, I hate dwarves. They're dirty and mean. And he's going to swing his scimitar twice at you, Flint. I'm going to tell him to stop. Ooh. First one might be a miss. 13? Yep. Second one is a flaccid 20. Okay, that's... Or no, I'm sorry, a 19, but still hit. Um, you take three damage, minimum damage, as he rakes his scimitar across you. And then oh, he's he going to use... damage? <laughs> <laughs> you got two minimum damages, you just got <laughs> fucking hit five times. <laughs> and he's actually looking around, seeing Shadow and Star and Bow and this increases situation. He's going to use his bonus action to say, uh disengage and he's going to run behind his other goblins and say kill them kill them quickly um flint's gonna respond you think we're dirty and gross imagine how mad we are when we're covering on our own blood <laughs> one of the goblins like ah he has a, a point <laughs> uh, as he moves to there he watches the thread kind of dishevels between us he did not even mean to do that um okay Roth buddy it is your turn and you have two failed saves yeah so I just want I just want everybody to understand the stakes of this <laughs> uh, is no I, I get it a good 20 percent of work of the podcast might go up in flames here <laughs> so let's see I got a 50% chance of passing any given save. To be I, fair, it's, it's a little better than 50. It's, yeah. What if he comes back as Groth, but like a ghost? <laughs> Is, will, will you allow that? Groth. <laughs> so I've got a... Groth. Gross. Gross. <laughs> I got a 60% chance <laughs> passing any one save, and I've got to pass three in a row. I don't know. I'm not a statistician. We have maybe someone that can heal. Can do you have somebody who could revive? No, I mean if he passes <laughs> more one, that might you might only need to pass one. That's true. This is no pressure, but this is lots. Just this that. one. <laughs> Just... Did you already roll it? Did you nope, pass it? I'm rolling. Come right. On. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> All right, let's pass. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. One more round. One more round. Just for the listeners, he got a 16. And it's D&D Beyond, so we know he's he ain't lying. No, I don't get to lie. Fudging the results. I wouldn't want to. I will have you know, though, the dice, the virtual dice, teetered on the edge of an 8 before it very slowly rolled to 16. I hate how it does that even like on here. So horrible. It scares me. Okay. It is the goblin goons' turn. Um, both of them have their bow and arrows out. Uh, the one that you shoved, Flint, is going to shoot an arrow at you. Misses with a five. Just. Poof goes wide to the right. He's all discombobulated from you shoving him. The other one just sort of steps aside and throws an arrow as well. Ah, man. Rolled so well against Brennan, so bad against you. 12? <laughs> Missed. Alright, again. This one just sort of glances off your armor and just deflects and you see this shoddy arrow just pin itself in the dirt. Um, okay. Shadow, it is your turn. Uh, this time you watch as a shadowy hand appears in the space next to the goblin that's near Garoth. And let's see if it hits. Natural 20. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. What, what, a, uh, yes. what did you use? Is this a magic attack? Chill touch. Okay. Yeah. We get to use, wow, first combat, we might get to use my custom crit hit table. Go ahead and roll <laughs> again to confirm. For the listeners, Tanner was proudly holding up his crit table to show us. 14? <laughs> it's like a reward. 14 is not a confirm, so just a regular crit, unfortunately. Alright, throw in the trash, Tanner. We don't yep, need it. Yep. <laughs> Tanner. <laughs> Garbage. So Immediately. Burn it. Light it on fire. <laughs> Uh, that is <laughs> dirty and mean. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, Eleven cold damage. Uh, I think it's the next. Eleven butt damage. How is it eleven? Isn't it a one d eight? It's a crit. Oh, so it's a crit. Roll two. I'm so yeah. sorry. And this was it's the one. It's necrotic damage. This was the one who was attacking Brennan. The one that's closest to Groth. Okay. Um. Go ahead and describe your kill. So you watch as like the shadowy hand just kind of appears on its shoulder and you see it like kind of pulse with shadow as like the life force is just kind of being drained out of this goblin and it just collapses there. Which one? Okay, cool. All right, perfect. Star, it is your turn. All right. Let's see. Do something cool. What in what ways? Huh? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> in what ways can I piss off Tanner and make him think really hard about what I'm doing? Uh, all of them, hopefully. Who the fuck is my character? Okay. What would I want to roll if I wanted so... to file their taxes for them? <laughs> A I'm simple on... bureaucracy. What I roll if I wanted to give them a nice crisp high five? <laughs> For killing a giant. You gotta, like, <laughs> climb up on the roof and do a flip or something. <laughs> no, I, I... Okay, I've got an idea. Don't know if it's gonna work, but we'll see. 
Um, okay. So, here's what I want to do. I would like to dash all the way to screw. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that dash, though, I would like to maybe about here, uh, right where this dead guy is at, uh, I would like to jump and, like, I'm kind of like a grapple, but not really. I'm not trying to grab onto him. I'm trying to knock him down, which in turn will also knock me down. We will both be prone. Okay. Um... How do you how do you feel about that? All right, so here's what we're gonna do. Um, so you're gonna run up there, dash. I assume you're doing the bonus action dash, of your actual yes. action. We are going mm -hmm. to do. Okay, we're gonna do a strength um, contest. So you'll both roll strength. Um, if you succeed, you'll knock him down. If you fail, it's just you who gets knocked down. Okay, that's fine. Um... We're going to roll strength, you yes, said? Yes, but or before you do this, as you run up and you go to charge Screw, he it seems to be very, what's the word, cunning and nimble. And he actually switches places with the goblin next to him, making the this goblin your the focus of your attack. Go ahead and roll strength. Okay, and can I, so here's here's the thing. Can I make an argument for acrobatics because I'm I'm going to be flipping and doing other shit, um, and that would be the thing propelling me towards them, not necessarily my like strength, I guess. But I, just saying. I'm gonna say strength because at the end of the day, it is you making physical contact with somebody trying to knock them down. Okay. Goblins aren't the strongest creatures, so. Well, neither are rogues necessarily. Sure. So. Uh, strength. Okay. And it, sorry, is that in? That's not the saving throw. <coughs> no, it's just adding your. It's just adding your strength uh, modifier to to whatever a regular roll. Yeah. Okay. Don't do that. Is this? Do I have to roll disadvantage on this or no? No. Okay. Um, I'll consider this attack. So you succeed, and I say. Uh, you knock them, both of you get knocked over on the, um, on the ground. I, just the view that this goblin gets uh, before he gets knocked down is uh, just this enormous, well, not I'm not enormous, but I am pretty tall. This giant cat lady coming at him, claws out, eyes fucking <laughs> wide, ears back, and she's like, She's like, I'm gonna fucking get you. <laughs> Severe. Also, his, his his boss just grabbed him and switched places with him really quick and shoved him in front like, of him. <laughs> Noel and I here, bitch. <laughs> Y'all should unionize. I imagine he sees like the Powerpuff Girls like stars, like you know, like that screen. Oh yeah, it's like when like, they yeah. knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bo, it is your turn. Yay. Okay, so I'm gonna. I don't know how this is gonna work. But I can move either here. I don't know if there's a space I can move. It has like a crate kind of in it, so I don't know if I can move there. To yeah, be you able can move to there. be within a uh, touch for Groff. I don't know if you would like That's fine. that. Okay. I will do that. And then I what I want to do is I have um spare the dying. Um 
as a bonus action, and then I also wanted to heal with Healing Word. Um, you can do that, but it would be redundant. The second you heal him, he's stabilized. Like, but not full health. Right. It brings Correct, him up, so you don't need to spare him anymore. Yeah. Spare the oh, I see what you mean. Redundant. Okay. Um, well, then I'll just heal. Um, and I, one of my features is, um, Circle of Mortality, which I get the automatic four for Healing Word. And then I add my bonus. Which yeah, healing word is ranged if you didn't want to move in next to him. Yeah, I was kind of counting on the... Uh, that's the okay. The dying part of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll just stay there because I'll kind of be in this area. Um, okay, so you do four plus your wisdom bonus. Here. Sorry. Five. Wait, sorry. Three. So seven health. Yeah. All right. And, and Groth, you just like, <gasps> and you can see like your these slashes from the scimitar like stitching up, just leaving the blood behind that already was there. Um, and but don't forget that you have the plus two AC still. It's a concentration spell, and so I'm still concentrating on that. Sweet. Um. Well, thank you. Nice job, Bo. Yeah. Thanks. Good work. <laughs> um. And then I also, oh shit, no, I can't do this one action. Ah, oh, one another. I want to do something else. Uh, uh, I don't really know that I can, honestly. Okay. I think that's really all I think that that's I all you got. Do. Well, Healing Word Unless was a bonus action, actually. Oh, that's true. So, you can only do a cantrip, though. Like, some, you can't cast another spell. Okay. Um, I guess I will... Who's in my... Um, I'm gonna cast... Guidance. On... Gr on Groth. Because I feel like you're having a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Flint is Oh, I can't do that. Turn. I can't do that, sorry. Um, that's concentration, so I can't do that. Mm. But I will do, um, Sacred Flame then. On... Uh, which one? On... On, uh, Screw... Uh, unfortunately, Screw seems to be pretty resilient. I rolled an 18 on the dice. Oh. Wait, for your dexterity saving throw? Yep. Okay. Damn, okay, damn it. Okay, whatever. Well, unroll it on the dice. Yeah. Let me do <laughs> something. Uh, I guess just, I did. You did, you did yeah, a lot of that. You just, you just yeah. did a big thing. You I know, just I just saved, yeah. let her do some I more. I just <laughs> saved my <laughs> friend's life. From, let me yeah. do something. <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to yeah. fit as much shit as I can because I feel like that since we all have, like... I don't know. It feels like it's a while before it comes back around, so I'm like, I have to fit as much shit as I can totally. into my turn. Was... So, but I'm good. Flint, it's your turn. Um, Flint's gonna kind of spin around and start dashing towards Screw, just draw both of his uh, well, his short sword and his dagger, and I'm gonna stab him. Okay. Roll to yep. stab. Okay. Um, And two-weapon fighting. How exactly does that work? So, your regular action roll to hit. And that'll okay. be your short sword. Okay. Can I just roll two d20s? One like one for the sword, one for the dagger. Yeah. Just make sure they're, they're distinctively different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Totally. Okay. Sword doesn't. Sword's a nine. That is a miss. Okay. And the dagger is a uh, fifteen. That is also a miss. So 
You Damn. swing with your sword and he nimbly dodges and then you go to pierce him, but again, that plate of metal just like just bounces the point of your dagger off. Alright. And it is now his turn. He is going to swing his scimitar twice at you, Flint. One is a miss and the other one is a 23 for a hit. So he swings his scimitar and it catches your shoulder pauldron and bounces off and then he flicks it again and just sort of like you hear this crack as it uh, breaches your armor slightly and you're going to take five points of damage. Damn. And it, uh, blood just starts sort of trickling out. Also, just to be clear, this whole time that you guys have been like next to Grother and doing things through him, you're just going through the shadowy form of a creature. <laughs> yeah, it's probably pretty <laughs> creepy. Yeah. I imagine. Oh, I wonder Groth if wakes uh, up to Star it, like, jumped him. directly through yeah. him. Right through his torso. Groth wakes up and he's yeah. staring up into this creature. So it's extra scary. <laughs> and at this point, um, Screw just yells, flee! And he uses his action to disengage. He's going to try and leap over this crate, which he does. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So he's off the map a bit there, but... You can still see him, and then he's going to use his movement to move an extra 30 feet. So you're 60 feet away from Flint. Um, and now, Groth, it is your turn. Take uh, half your movement to stand up. Yeah, I'll take half my movement to stand up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab this net that was magically evacuated right next to me and attempt to throw it over this goblin. Uh, okay. Yeah, right next to Star. Roll to hit. Okay. Technically, it would get Star as well, though, right? Because they're... No, it's a five-foot net. It's it's fine. Okay, okay. What do I... uh, What do I roll? Um, you... That is a good question. Unarmed? Mm, Go ahead and roll... Going to be deck... Your dex, I think. Oof. All right. Uh, It might be strength or dex. Yeah, I think you can choose strength or dex... I will roll strength. And I don't think you are proficient in nets. So just your just add your strength. Okay. You don't know. I d- it says simple weapons, and I don't think you know <laughs> a simple weapon. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's a seven. Okay. So you throw the net, but it's just like falls between Star and this goblin. All right. Now, is that my action or my bonus action? That'll be your action. Okay. And is it still possible to use it? bonus action to hit my offhand no i don't I think to... so because uh the net's not a finesse weapon so okay. you essentially switch to the net and through it got you all right it is the goblin's turn uh he is going to stand up uh which takes half his movement and then he is going to attack oh should i have uh, rolled that that net throw with advantage he was prone oh yeah sure go ahead and roll another one Okay. If it's a ranged attack, it'd actually be disadvantage. I don't think it's a ranged weapon. I would think it'd be easier to throw a net on somebody who's prone and not moving, but... Yeah. Uh, it is a ranged it. weapon, but yeah, I'm going to rule that it'd be easier. It, it's fine. Take advantage. Okay. <laughs> uh, that one would be a 19. Okay. <laughs> so you uh, encompass him in the nets. It is his turn. Um... He tries to, like, take an arrow out of his quiver and saw the net, but its he's not making any progress. 
<laughs> now it is. Now it is Shadow's turn. Um, I'm going to run forward. I probably can't move crossways here because of that crate. I don't know. What do you mean here? I... Oh, from where Groth's the X is here over to here. Um, I'll say you can do it. Okay. Can I see Screw? You can see him. He's about 60 feet away. Okay, I'm going to do another chill touch. Against Screw? Yeah. And that's what kind of save? It's an attack roll, which I oh. rolled a 21. Okay, that's a hit. And that is a D8. So four more damage to him. Okay. And he can't heal himself until my next turn. If okay. That matters. So you see him sort of shiver and shudder at this magical damage as he's just hightailing it out of there. And it is now Star's turn. Damn. And it'll take half your movement to stand up. Okay. I stand up and I stand right here. And um, this doesn't have to... Well, I mean, I don't know. I would like this to do something to the guy, but it says that I have, like, a zero for, like, actually hurting anyone when it comes to unarmed strike. Um, I have, like, a negative two strength, so that doesn't... Don't you always do at least one damage? Yeah, I think it's minimum one. Okay, well, um, I want to... Seeing this goblin try to, like, saw his way out, um, I think I just... I stand over him, and I fucking, like, rear my leg back... And I kick him just square across the face. Okay. And I crouch down, like, to him, probably kind of like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, you ever seen a cat play with a mouse while it's bored? Not for hunger. The things I'm going to do to you are much worse than that. <laughs> I'm actually... She... Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> and she stands back up with both of her feet just kind of, like, on top of the net. Like, fucking try to get up. I dare you. I'm going to go ahead and say... In lieu of doing an attack, you're going to do two things. Number one, you're going to make it much harder for him to get out of the net because you're sort of helping restrain. Number two, mm -hmm. I'm going to have you roll an intimidation check, and I'll give you advantage. Okay. Uh, Alright, I got a 19 on that. Okay. So yeah, so this goblin suddenly, like, drops the arrow, stops, just they're shivering and, and shaking. Um... All right, Bo, it is your turn. Okay, so I have a spell that has a range of 100. It's Guiding Bolt, I think, um, mm -hmm. and has a range of 120 feet. Doesn't say anything about seeing the target. Um, you you would have to, yeah. If you're if it's targeting somebody, you'd have to see them. Okay, then I will move um, out of this alley, probably right here, so I could see. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna do Guiding Bolt. Um, <laughs> And um... the way I have my map zoomed in, I didn't see where Bo was behind me, so he just Popped like materialized <laughs> next to me, and I'm like, ah, Jesus! <laughs> There's a lot of that going around. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm just, I don't know why I'm forgetting, but I I had my spell attack or my modifier. Spell attack bonus. Okay. Um, thirteen. 
That is a miss. No, just come goes on. Far over his head. God damn Not it. Not far, but he's uh he's crafty. Far damn. over his uh, head. If crafty I would have hit, it would have like given advantage for anyone trying to hit him or for the next round, and that's what I was trying yeah. to do. But I didn't. Okay. He has AC uh, sixteen. Damn. Flint, it's your turn. Um, unconcerned with, uh, with Screw, uh, Flint's just gonna, like, kind of, like, uh, uh, just walk over to this, um, incapacitated goblin, and just kind of, like, holding his wound, just, like, step on his chest and just say, you'd be right to not move. Trying to like incapacitate him. He's already him. shitting his pants. Yeah. I'm gonna kick. Like, I'm gonna kick the poop I back into his butt. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you clean, yeah. you clean that up. Scare it back. <laughs> Good poop, bad poop. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he's he's 100 incapacitated at this point. All right. Um, it's Screw's turn. Screw runs again, keeps dashing, and ends up in the brush about 120 feet away and just disappears at this point. Can I just yell out to him as he's running away? Sure. Uh, I told you we'd win. My new friends are the best. You'll need better than this to beat us. Star's like, yeah. She <laughs> yeah. flips him off. Uh, there is one more thing, because I know I'm supposed to be right after Screw. I want to just hop over this whole commotion of my friends keeping this guy down. Uh, just just a few feet this way, and... Um, I'm going to try launching an Eldritch Blast at the bushes where it disappeared. <clears throat> All right. Well, you're going to have to roll a perception check. Okay. Yeah, you might have to be able to see him for that. Yeah. Eldritch You'll pass. have to actually target. like a. Or at least with my spell, you have to be able to see. So. Nat 20. Nat 20. Nice. Okay. Oh, shit. So you see a rustling in the bushes right where he is. Go ahead and roll to hit. Okay. Um. Anybody who's looking my way is going to see kind of magic that I don't know if you would have ever seen before. Um it's these uh and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna narratively roll with this little D D mini thing that I got on D D Beyond. Um I'm gonna say you see my antlers start glowing out of the tips and then glow moves in toward my mask and I kind of lean back and begin to hiss and you see a beam it's not really a beam of light or color or darkness or anything. It's just a a beam of kind of distorted space uh, appear between me and the bushes where he appears to have disappeared. And that's 14. You shoot this beam and it like, f you feel this like concussive force sort of hit and uh, blow apart some of the branches <clears throat> and, and brush there, but you don't hear or see anything outside of that. Oh man, I wish a guiding bolt would have hit and then you would have advantage. That would have been so cool. That would have been cool. That most uh, likely would have killed him. I know. So it's kind of like a sonar yeah, blast is what it looks like. Yeah, a little bit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So at this point, does Groth canonically have antlers now? <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, his mask does. Oh. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I like that. I think I missed that last time. So I mean, technically, yeah, his mask is stuck to him. So yeah, technically. Okay. Um, and that will conclude our episode four of the Reroll Podcast. Woo. Good job, everybody. I can't believe Groth almost survived. died. Oh, man. That was good. That was fun. I talked so much shit I in my first round, I feel like we've all too. played enough D&D &D at this point to, like, 
you know, it's it's. I'm surprised that you didn't expect that. <laughs> uh, level one with two people against five goblins. I'm surprised that we didn't die. Four <laughs> goblins. Yeah, I'm surprised that at least one of us didn't. I'm calling die. inspiration. We you owe us one of us an inspiration. <laughs> um. First of all, I don't yeah, know I... shit. Uh, so. You must just killed a, or one of Actually, us completely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and give out two inspirations. One to Zane for his memory two weeks ago, and one for Latara's oh, memory today. Oh, thank you. Because you guys clearly put in the work, and that was great. All right, uh, thank you for joining us for the fourth episode of the Reroll Podcast. We will see you next time. It's getting spicy. Oh yeah, that was spicy. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons, living or dead, or actual events are purely coincidental. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, at Reroll Gaming, Twitter, at Reroll Games, or Gmail, rerollgames at gmail.com. Please leave us a review on whichever podcast service you are listening on. It is fundamental in getting us off the ground. We also have a Patreon if you enjoyed our show and want to help us grow. From all of us at Reroll Gaming, thank you very much.